Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hola, hola, hola. Hey. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Corazon Chronicles. And uh, today is going to be a fantastic episode. We've got... When are they not, though? All right. I know. I think I, f- I feel like we say that every time, right? <laughs> every week it's the same thing, but it just keeps getting better and better. And I hope you guys are enjoying it as well, too. Um, I know we have a couple of spicy topics today. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. know you want to explain a few things and then, um, we've got the Reddit post and we also have another review for the, for the, uh, for the podcast as well that we're going to read. So, yeah. So we're calling this episode sex lies and videotape. Hell yeah. And we're going to be talking <laughs> about all of that and more. I know in the last episode you mentioned you wanted to touch on this idea of infidelity, but from a unique perspective. So we're right. going to get into that. Yeah. And then we're also going to be talking about another aspect of the narcissistic relationship, which is a concept called gaslighting, which a lot of people are using the term. But again, it's, a, it's another one of those things where like, do you actually know what the hell you you're talking about? Know, right. So we're going to give you some warning signs that you are actually being gaslit, as well as some advice for how to deal with somebody who's gaslighting you. And... We have the infamous Am I the Asshole Reddit thread where we're Gosh. talking about... It's my favorite thing so far. A sex tape scandal. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> we're not talking about Kim and Ray J either. No. Uh, this is uh, almost on that level, though. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So I think let's start off with the review, our latest review on the podcast. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for everybody who's leaving us comments, reviews, who is DMing us. We appreciate you so, so much. And it inspires everything that we do here. Yeah, it's like words of affirmation, right? That's one of the things, right? So we're, it's like a relationship we're building with you guys. We need words of affirmation. This is good. I love it. <laughs> okay, so um, this one is titled Conversations That Need to Happen, and this is by This Latina Travels. It says, I absolutely love this podcast and can't stress enough how important these conversations are. Janice and Ray are super real and tell it how it is, and they are so cute. Love that they are holding this space. Hey, thank you so much. Shouts out to you and salute to you as well. We really appreciate that. That's awesome. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, I think we are cute. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm a little biased, but it's fine. I mean, I think we're a vibe. <laughs> I think we're a vibe. I think the chemistry is there, right? It is. It is. You can't fake this shit, y'all, okay? You know what bad chemistry looks like. When two people <laughs> look very fucking awkward and they're trying to make things work. And so yeah. I think, um, you know, the fun that we're having on the show is reflective of just the fun that we have as a couple. Yeah, there's a lot of times, um, you know, like we were kind of playing around with the cooking thing the other day, right? Um, Janice has a food blog, and and so um, she decided to make birria for the first time, right? Mm-hmm. And because um, and, we've been going around and traveling around and, and trying the different, a couple of different kinds. We haven't really, I've tried the Taco Bell one, but she hasn't yet, but she has to get on there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we, we kind of did like some time lapse and stuff like that and was playing around with it, so... Um, 
you know, it's cool to, I think it would be cool for you guys to see us, you know, outside of the podcast element, but what you see is what you get. You know? Yeah, that's true. Your mom said the same thing. And then, you know, your sister's down here visiting as well and look forward to an episode with her because she is going to be on here. Which yes, is be we're going to be doing a little bit of a crossover promotion with the Watch Us Thrive podcast, which is my sister Leanne's podcast. She yeah. talks all about surviving abusive relationships, navigating that healing journey after you've left a toxic relationship and so much more. So we're going to get to get her story and she's She's actually going to ask us questions too, so that'll be fun. Oh yeah, her story is like from what I've heard from you is uh it's like it's crazy. Yeah. You know, it's um and sad to say it's something that a lot of people are going through as well too. So wait, wait till uh look forward for that episode for sure. Yeah. All right, so let's dive into. Um, I think I'm going to go with your segment first with the gaslighting thing because okay. I'm not really a hundred percent too sure. I've I've seen the the word get tossed around. Um, I I. I guess I'll take a stab stab at it and just think that uh, I think that it means maybe um, you're saying things to somebody and kind of like tricking them into doing that or something. Mm. Like, I mean, like, I don't know if like you were to gaslight someone into being fat, would you be like, is gaslighting like, no, man, you're not that big. You're fine or whatever. But the whole time, you know, or is it Mm. the other way where you're like, you know, I don't know, kind of like feeding into that and trying to get that result out of them i don't know i guess you break it down and see yeah so i'm a little lost side i'm referencing to a uh article from insider.com mm. and so there is deception involved with gaslighting so you're on the right track but specifically gaslighting is when someone who's abusive tries to control their victim by altering their reality or trying to convince them that like the things that they're experiencing in the abuse are not actually happening oh. so it's like you're sense of reality your perception of what's happening as the person that's being abused by a gaslighter it's just like you start feeling fucking crazy i see i think you kind of went through something like this right yes yeah so an example of gaslighting would be like a partner to something abusive and then denying that it happened like oh uh you have clear evidence that they've cheated on you but then they're like oh you know that's just in your head that didn't happen you're so dramatic da, 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 da. it's all just like making you not trust your instincts because when you don't trust what you're experiencing hmm. they can control you this kind of feels similar to me i watch a lot of crime shows folks and this sounds to me like when someone um tricks themselves into into uh, admitting guilt mm. right even like if they weren't even there had nothing to do with it you know maybe the detectives are so good at like quote unquote gaslighting them into thinking like maybe I was there. Maybe maybe I am crazy. Right? Yeah. Like maybe I did do this crazy shit. I don't know. So this is something also that like can happen in family in family relationships, in work relationships. You know, you can have a boss who's like clearly an asshole and is like convincing you that you're just being traumatic. Right. You know? Right. Or somebody who's like harassing you and just like, that's in your head. That never happened. I never said that. So it's really just about like Making somebody feel like their reality is not real, and they start to question everything. And be like, "Oh, you're 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 interpret you're interpreting it wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not. I'm not really doing what you're th- what you think I'm doing. Yeah. You're you're just tripping." Yeah, I can definitely see people. I, I can hear people like that saying that to me right now. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> like you're, honestly, you're, you're all in your head, man. Why are you so in your head about that? And be like, maybe I am in my head about this. Yeah. So, what would be a good example? Maybe. Um, from personal experience or like just from what you see from anything like any other relationships and stuff like that would be like a prime example of like uh, like a partner doing that to somebody yeah so them saying that never happened is a clear uh, you know example of of gaslighting like when you know something happened Mm. and they're just like no it didn't happen i don't know what you're talking about like you have clear fucking evidence that's gaslighting, right? Yeah, that's like a, a impulsive. Is it impulsive liar? Compulsive. Compulsive, right? They're just like, oh, no, that didn't happen, or something. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, um, well, and that's also another example of gaslighting when they're just like, oh, you know, you're just always on some crazy shit. You know, like everybody knows that you're insane. I don't even be, need to be the one to tell you this. Like, you're just always causing some drama. Damn. You know, like that type of shit. Mm. So, I mean. There's so many different examples here or like you're not making any sense. You're being too emotional. Uh-huh. You're overreacting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always a problem. Yeah. You know, it's always just like you, 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 you. There's no accountability. And then you really do start thinking like, am I the fucking problem? This is this obviously sounds like it's coming from someone who would be narcissistic. Yes, exactly. Right? This is like a hand in hand 
um, thing with with being dealing with a narcissist. They're, they're gonna. It's like just kind of resorts back to not taking accountability either, right? A narcissist isn't gonna take accountability for anything negative. Yeah. But they will be the first ones to step in line for their trophy for if something happened, if they had an idea, or if they said something would happen and it happened, and they're like, oh, 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 oh. oh. I said that. I did that. Yeah. Okay, bro. All right. We get it. <laughs> Another sign that you're being gaslit, which, God, I've been told this shit so many times. You're so sensitive. Oh. Like, you know, just trying to make you feel like your reactions are not... Like unwarranted. Yeah, yeah. And just like, you start to shut down, honestly, emotionally. You start to just question if you are the issue. Uh-huh. And I think what happened to me in the past is like... I just stopped causing drama, like whatever that meant, right? I just stopped that means you, that means, about like you it. Say you just shut up, basically. Yeah, I literally shut stuck. down, mm-hmm. just like stuff everything down because you really become convinced that like the relationship will be good if I just fucking chill out. Just stay out of the way. If I just let things go, if I let <laughs> things happen, and you know, letting things go for me was like, okay, I'm going to stop fighting about the fact that you like don't come home. Right. You just come home whenever. And I'll just suck it up because I don't want drama. And, you know, I was literally, like, being subjected to what I now realize is, like, PTSD. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and some of those triggers have definitely, you know, more so when we first got together now, you know, versus now. But, you know, it is is PTSD. Mm -hmm. You know, you're going to – anything that hurts, you're going to want to refrain from feeling that feeling again in the future. Yeah. You know, Um, and it's it's usually, like you said, it's someone who's trying to seek some type of control – maintain control of the situation and and most time most of the time there it's usually because there's something else going on yeah it's all about infidelity or something like there's you know yeah stuff like that the narcissistic relationship thrives on a power dynamic where the person who is being abused by the narcissist is relinquishing control and the narcissist is gaining control think about it as um what we all learned in school about parasites and how they need hosts and stuff like that you know just picture it that way the narcissist is the parasite and you know the uh the other person is the host you know so and that's kind of what it feels like and it's like having a tapeworm or something like it's crazy yeah this person is just sucking all your nutrients absolutely it's wild So I'm going to give you a couple more examples of gaslighting, specifically in a romantic relationship. Mm. Number one is distracting with compassion. So this is like sugarcoating toxic situations Mm. and making their partner feel like they're overreacting. Mm. So, you know, when there's clearly something that happened and you're just like, yeah, this shit's not okay. But then, yeah, you know, other people have it worse. Right. Like, why are you complaining so much? Right, right. You know? At least I'm not cheating on you. Yeah. At least whatever. (laughs) Absolutely, like the minimizing or making fun of your feelings, whether mm. that's calling you overly sensitive, critical, or dramatic. Mm. Mm. Women are so dramatic. No, maybe you're just a fucking asshole. Hey, and this could be the other <laughs> side. This could be the other way too, guys. Like, um, I'm gonna we're gonna get into in- infidelity and stuff later in the episode, but but always, I know that it's it's just natural for us to go the other way. But if there's some, you know. Just be aware that it could be with anything, and it, it could also be with friends too. You mm. know, I've 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 had scenarios with friends and stuff like that that might not have my best interest at heart, and they might gaslight me into thinking that it's okay, or I can yep. af- I can afford to go out tonight, or oh, you know, one more time this, and so it'll never happen again. But, Meanwhile, that shit happens all the fucking time. Yeah, sorry, continue. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, another sign: discounting achievements, and I know we talked about this yeah. in the episode where we spoke about. Um, you know, our past trauma in our relationships. And my ex-husband was always just like, okay, good for you. Right. That's not a big deal. Like, why are you always bragging about your shit? Um, and again, it's just to diminish your self-esteem and to control and to just br- really like break you down like spiritually mm-hmm. and emotionally so mm-hmm. that you're just like fucking and that's grasping all... for anything that feels like love. And that's all sounds like it's rooted in like some unhealthy version of competition or like jealousy yeah. and like maybe a lot of envy too, you know, it's, it gets sticky, you know, sometimes people like want what you have, but for the wrong reasons, like maybe, th- and that means that they're not really truly connected with you. They don't know why you're actually doing it. The narcissist from, you know, some of the research that I've done, it's typically created from like childhood neglect and abuse. Mm. And so, you know, you have a wounded child who becomes an adult who's got all these fucking issues. Right. And typically they will become narcissists because that gives them a sense of control that they didn't have as a kid. Right. So there's definitely like a lot of 
abuse, um, whether that's emotional or physical, that can lead to somebody becoming a narcissist. And, um, you know, it's not to say that that justifies their behavior, but I think that context is important because they're not coming from a place where they're powerful and confident. They're actually really fucking insecure right. and just like taking out all of their shit on society because that's how they feed their own ego and their self-esteem. Feels like uh, there's a lot of billionaires out there that are like that. You know, there's a lot of... Um, Hollywood's a, full of them. A lot of people that are... are the reason they are so successful is because they have that drive, but that drive comes from a negative place, like you said, somewhere along the line. And, you know, unfortunately, it's a void that, that you know, you can't really fill. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I guess you can, you know, I mean, it, if, if you can kind of become self-aware and stuff like that, maybe do a little ayahuasca or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go have a spiritual awakening, hey, there's a, It's okay to go have an ego, ego death, you know, and some <laughs> shamans in Puerto Rico. So. Yeah. And so the last two I want to share before we go into kind of how to deal with a gas lit- lighter, mm. gas lighter. Yeah, I think that's it. Gas, gas light Lighting artist. Individual. Yeah, gas light artist. Arsonist, arsonist. <laughs> no, no, is it arson when you start? Yes, when you something? set things on fire intentionally. Yeah. A relationship arsonist. Yeah, oh, or, that's or, really good. A real arsonist. <laughs> All right, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> So the last two signs or examples of gaslighting in a relationship are obviously denying abuse. That never happened, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes they're so convincing that you will literally believe their version of the truth. Hell yeah. Um, And that's fucking dangerous because when you don't trust your gut, like Mm -hmm. that's when you can be very, very manipulatable. And then the last one is withholding information. So insisting that their partner to their partner that like they never said that or this never happened. Um, I also have a thing about that, too, because, um, you know, they hear about, you know, traumatic events and stuff like that, uh, you know, like a school shooting or even a street fight or a car accident, something that just happens randomly out of the blue. People people interpret and deal with shock totally different. Right. So there's going to be you're going to have five people see a car accident where like a, a pedestrian gets hit and killed. Right. And then you're going to have a couple of people that remember it exactly how it happened. And then there's going to be someone in the group who's like, maybe they heard something that nobody else heard or, you know, something like that. Right. And it's like, well, you got to be careful because I think when someone finds out someone's cheating or they get really hurt really quick and then someone's really good at being a narcissist or really good at gaslighting, they can see that that person's in a fragile state where Mm -hmm. they're. You can kind of write the book for them. They're just like so in shock and caught off guard that you can just be like, no, that didn't really happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Maybe you maybe you thought that, that it was like that, but it wasn't really like that. And yeah. then they can rewrite the narrative. And that could be dangerous because like that's like that's almost like having someone possessed. Yeah. And and I definitely experienced that firsthand where it's like I just got really good at not fighting back against shit that was blatant lies because it was just easier wild easier like in the sense of this is not going to cause drama was it easy emotionally to me knowing that like you can't even trust your fucking instincts anymore no and you keep you keep just bottling stuff up yeah right so like it's that's insane yeah it was insane and you know i wish i'd kind of known what the hell narcissism was i think babe move back a little bit because i think what's happening is like we're not at the same in the same plane potentially yes okay that's good so now let's talk about some ways that you can actually respond to being gaslit, right? Because it's important to know that, yes, it's very difficult and challenging to get out of a narcissistic relationship, but there are things that you can do to, you know, right the wrongs and to just like get on the side where you can start taking back your power. Right. Okay. So the first thing, which I think is really fucking hard, is like knowing when to end the relationship. Right? Like, yeah, this is a tough one because it's all relative. It's all relative to your own unique situation, mm-hmm. too. So it's tough. It and gets... it's, if it's the first time that you're dealing with somebody like this, obviously it's going to be much more difficult because you don't even have that frame of reference. Right. Whereas, like nowadays, I know exactly what a narcissist acts like. Mm-hmm. And so I can be like, yeah, no, you're fucking toxic. Uh, get away from me. <laughs> right. <laughs> so just like knowing when to cut this shit off when it's just like, you you know when you're being broken down emotionally. You know when you're changing as a person, when you're just not your best self. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to think back to like, who who am I when like everything's great, when I'm in healthy relationships, when I'm feeling good? And like, am I feeling that way with this person? Right. And if the answer to that is no, then it's like, there's a fucking problem here. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're not taking any accountability for the shit that's going on. Yeah, you know, and yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. I mean, we could dive into it till we're blue in the face, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm going to leave it alone because yeah. that's exactly, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. 
the second thing is trusting your gut. And it's hard because when you have somebody who's continuously like convincing you that your gut is wrong. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I think you almost have to like get away physically from this person in order to give you that space to actually like process the shit that you're feeling. And yeah. I actually had that happen. I mean, I did that with a solo trip. I was going to say, did you have like friends that would take you out and like, no, anybody so, you could talk to and confide in and be like, yo, I, this, I think this dude's playing with my fucking head. I, I, I mean, got so good at protecting his shit that like, I wouldn't even talk to anybody about what was happening. Mm. So the game changer for me was when I took my first solo trip and I was like laying in the beds, staring at the ceiling in the hotel room and this thought like went across my mind and it said i don't want to go home oh, i don't want to be married anymore where and did I, you where did you go on the trip i went to puerto rico hell yeah well, puerto rico is like such a healing spiritual it is. place that's the spot man. like if you want some fucking clarity on your life like go take a trip to puerto rico yeah i go check in uh with the taino right yes yeah, go back go. to the ancestors they will tell you to, all the answers go up to the to, to the river in el junque and, and stack up some rocks in the river man yes that's, uh that's a vibe i've it's yeah. We have actually a video of that on our Instagram. Oh. So if you want to go and check out our little couple's trip out, to yeah. Puerto Rico, uh, yeah. follow us on Instagram at Corazon Chronicles Podcast. Yeah, I was actually speaking from experience on that. Book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so so I had that that thought and I came back and like I started to create my exit plan uh-huh. at that point because I had gotten the space to actually like feel my feelings without being in this environment where I was just constantly being fed bullshit to the point where like, I couldn't even hear what the fuck was going on in my head. Right. So separating yourself from that person, whether that's like for a weekend or just like a day with your friends, you know, getting around your support system is also another way to, Huge. you know, get out of a gaslighting relationship. Yeah. And, and keep an, um, if you're really truly genuine about like, getting help with the situation or something like that, you know, listen to your friends. I, I, I was in a, my last relationship was very toxic. And one of my, one of my really good friends would tell me repeatedly, um, you know, pretty much since the day he met her, like, dude, this is not it. What are you doing? This is not you, blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, throughout the course of that relationship, as events happened, whatever, you know, he, eventually just kind of got tired of saying it right he's like you know whatever man like you're gonna you're gonna keep being with this person you're gonna keep doing what you're doing or whatever so you know you don't want to burn someone out on it i mean it didn't you know cost us our personal relationship or anything but it was just one of those things where when i went back to him after we broke up and stuff i was like dude thank you for actually having my back and trying to beat some sense into me for real because you know that um you need that from somebody um and if if you were if you ignored somebody or something like that go back and give them the their flowers for actually having your back you know and, no, and, and even staying there while you're going through the same thing like you know unless like you're you know it's, it's costing you your health or your money or something and someone's just like look i can't even be your friend because you're you're doing this shit to yourself then that's something you need to you need to take a serious look at and figure out what the fuck am i doing yeah. you know what i mean because you don't want to lose a friend over something that you uh, are doing detriment to yourself too so. hell yeah i'll never forget when <laughs> The day I told my mom I was filing for a divorce, you know, she's not like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. What happened? She's like, hallelujah. Okay. Because everybody already fucking knew that this shit was trash. Yeah. They did, and they yeah. were just waiting for me to wake up and smell the fucking roses. Uh-huh. And I mean, everybody was <laughs> celebrating. I did not have a single person that was like, oh, you guys should try to work this shit out. So your friends and family fucking know. Yeah. And they will tell you. And sometimes... Shit just needs to pop off for you to actually get the wake up call. But, you know, when it does happen, you are going to be grateful that when you're on the other side and you've recovered from the trauma and all that shit, you're going to be a way fucking smarter in ongoing relationships. And you're also going to just be like stronger as a person. Right. Because of the shit that you've been through. Right. You know, I don't regret like anything that went down in past relationships. I feel like all of it has really taught me things about myself that I needed to learn. And um, I always say if I could do it all over again. I would do it. Yeah. I would go through the shit that I went through because I wouldn't be here with you today, babe. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, so. one more thing. Oh. So uh, my last tip for dealing with gaslighting, narcissism, abusive relationships, go get some therapy, y'all. Okay? 
And we actually have a partner that can help you with that process, okay? Because if you've never been to therapy or if you have family members who are just like kind of weird about therapy, because let's be honest, like it's not very common in, you know, households of color. I remember when the first time I mentioned therapy to my mom, she's like, ¿Qué te pasa? ¿Estás loca? Are you crazy? Yeah. You know, like Mm. we don't talk about those things. Like just go, go, go pray to Jesus. He's going to fix it for you, right? (laughs) Like that's a lot of the shit that we get around the conversation around mental health is like go to church, talk to God, pray about it you'll be fine yeah and at the end of the day that's great you can have a spiritual life but a mental illness is an illness okay mm-hmm. and whether yeah. you're going through abuse whether you're going through a narcissistic relationship whether you're just like trying to improve yourself therapy is the fucking key and if you need access to affordable therapy that you can access from anywhere even your phone oh yeah all you got to do is go to betterhelp.com slash corazon to get 10 percent off your first month I've personally used BetterHelp. I think they're a great kind of entry point to therapy if you've never been to a traditional office. Mm -hmm. And it's so much more affordable because you can do it from anywhere. Yeah, I've done the personal therapy myself. um, And, you know, it it is expensive. It is expensive. And then I also had to cycle through a few therapists, too. You know, I thought I wanted to do it with a... Uh, another like an older guy and then i, I kind of bounced around and i found the right therapist that works too so better help is a great way for it and also it's it's the thing right now you know it's not about doing it to look cool or whatever but yeah. self-work and self-improvement especially with the mental health aspect of everything is really in right now and and it's it's a it's one of the sexiest things that you can do if you're really trying to make yourself better um, especially if you're looking to better your relationship or you're looking to start like a a long-term meaningful relationship with somebody you want to be the best person you know the best version of yourself high value person and there's nothing more high value than having this this right here as intact as you can have it um so just think about that yeah absolutely. shouts out to better help for sure and i love the fact that they actually provide access to therapy on a sliding scale based on your income mm-hmm. if you want access to affordable therapy all you have to do is go to betterhelp.com corazon to get 10 percent off your first month Highly recommend it. Get that. The next thing we're going to talk about is infidelity. We've been obsessed with Married at First Sight on Netflix. Yes. And right now we're watching season 12. And I don't know what his name is, but he's an older gentleman Uh who has repeatedly been the guy, the side bitch, the side piece, which I think is a very interesting perspective that we need to talk about because... Like you, you, we've talked about, you know, infidelity. Typically, we think about a man cheating on a woman. Yeah, having a whole ass family on the side. Yeah, you know, but got... but shit can be opposite. Yeah, I mean, this poor guy. You know, he was he was just saying that, um, you know, he he had to basically resort to the show because you know the few relationships he's been in, he thought that they were real, and then you know, come to find out that the, you know the chick is in an actual relationship with somebody else. Mm. So, you know, it it really brings me back to the whole work husband, work wife aspect of society right now. You know, especially, um, you know, I work 12 hour shifts. So, you know, I I get to see a lot of this work husband, work wife scenario. So there's a lot of older folks there and um, they're they're kind of stuck in their ways, if you if you will. But they're like having lunch together and like, you know, that they're, you know, Mm. they've got stuff going on on the outside. So I just really wanted to kind of get your thoughts on what you think the ratio is for men cheating versus women cheating. So, you know, I, and obviously I don't have any data to support this. I'm going to have to do some research, but I actually do feel like cheating is happening equally on both sides. Mm -hmm. But I think that women are probably better at like hiding that shit because maybe it's just not something that a lot of men expect to encounter. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that women actually probably have like longer relationships like on the side than men. Because I feel like for a woman to cheat, she's most often like creating an emotional connection with this person. Right, right. And we've actually seen an example of that on another one of our favorite shows, mm-hmm. 90 Day Fiance. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Last Resort, which is a new series where the they're taking. Pass. Yes. Okay. So Ooh. Kalani and Asuelu, which are, I don't know what season they were from, but they've been fucking toxic since day one. Hell yeah. And we found out, I think this was the first episode that he cheated she and apparently this has happened multiple times yeah he got drunk one night got his dick sucked and then yeah. he had some type of std in his throat from eating somebody's infected vagina so. mm-hmm. okay i'm like fucking gagging sorry yeah it's <laughs> super gross but okay. i forget what your sister called it but that's it was called nasty. karma <laughs> 
Yeah, right. That's a medical diagnosis called karma. Jeez. Okay, so basically, she found out he cheated, and in order to pacify his wife, he gave her a whole pass, mm. and she went and found another dude. But to also, she she's only had sex with him, right? You know, her, her, that's he was a virgin when they met. Yeah, she's never experienced another man before. Yeah, and so you know, <laughs> he couldn't say the same when they got together, right? Obviously, yes. So. So she takes advantage of the hall pass, finds a whole other ass man. They have sex. And now there's an emotional connection. So she's having a hard time cutting that shit off versus him. He's kind of like, all right, cool. I got my dick sucked. Not really here for the emotional shit. Right. And so I think that's a prime example of like how women and men cheat differently. Like women have to be emotionally invested in the shit just because that's the way that we connect versus men, I think, can kind of shut things off and just make it very primal and physical. Yeah, because I think with men, especially the ones that like to run around a lot, you know, you hear these guys that want to have seven, ten kids. They want, you know, they want to breed with multiple <laughs> women and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it, it is definitely a primal thing. Um, and like hats off to them because I don't feel that need. Right. I don't I don't really feel the need to like bring life into the world. So hats off to them because they're doing it for the guys like me who just like we're just we're fine chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it uh, definitely makes me wonder. Um, it just seems like, you know, with the dating apps and, you know, obviously with Instagram and Snapchat, there's so many different ways for people to maintain conversations without the other person knowing it or Mm. whatever, you know, and I just, I feel like with men, it's more of like, they want to, like, they're, it's easier for them to cheat in person, like with a coworker, you know, grab an ass, whatever the case is. And then with a woman, you know, they can get on the dating app or something like that. And then, uh you know, find a, find an emotional connection. And then that leads to dinner. And the next thing you know, and, um, by the way, we're not giving you guys advice on how to cheat. (laughs) Yeah. I think, you know, obviously technology is a good and a bad thing sometimes. And these things can lead to a lot of fucking chaos. And, you know, one of the things that I love about you that people have also told me is rare is the fact that you really don't hang out on social media. Like you don't have social media presence. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm curious because I've gotten the question from a lot of women. Why? There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. Plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, it really had to do with when I got rid of my business. Um, you know, I, I really just used social media for that. I never really stayed in contact with like high school friends or um, never any ex, ex-girlfriends or anything like that. You know, there's no need for that. So that was really the main reason. I just never really used it. Um, and then when I was, when I was doing my business, uh, I was really adamant about not going on Instagram and wasting time because I was really into the whole you know, just bettering my mentality and and stuff like that. So like I had cut out video games, you know, I used to be really big on PlayStation and stuff. And then I, so I got rid of that and then I I got rid of the social media and then that's what led me into, you know, just trying everything from like trying to create the clothing brand to doing the actual business itself and getting to that point and then trying to, you know, build the YouTube on the side and and all that stuff as well. So I I didn't really have the time to kind of, um, fuck off on, on social media. Now that I'm older and stuff like that, I've gone back to it and revisit it and stuff like that. But, um, I like watching the YouTube shorts, you know, that's my thing. I like, um, cause it's kind of content based. It's a, it's kind of based and, and, and circled around 
who I'm subscribed to and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, on Instagram, you know, if I were to go on Instagram um, and they see that I'm a 30, you know, 31 year old guy, they're just going to, they're just going to shove me with twerking videos <laughs> and like car videos and like, you know, dudes doing donuts at a red light in a Hellcat, like, you know, kind of pointless content. It's kind of cool at first, right? You know, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know, I just never really got off on it too much. Yeah. You know, I was kind of uh, an old head when it came around to, you know, Facebook and all that stuff too. So if I wasn't using it for business, then it's just really no point. I feel you. I'm the same way. Obviously, like I'm a full-time content creator. And so like I live on social media. So for me, I'm like, if I'm not making money off of this shit, this is a fucking waste of time. Right. But a lot of people are just using it to like lead second lives, have whole ass affairs, mm. meet people on the internet, you know, and it's just like... I it, it's, to... it's good and bad, I think, for relationships. Like, you know, from one perspective, I think it's great to be able to share your love on social media and like, oh, you know, couples goals or whatever. But I think um, it's also a negative thing because it's feeding into the instant gratification. Yeah. There's always another option. Like, just it's just makes shit so much easier to be deceptive. Yep. I just heard a gentleman the other day um, on a podcast and he said that um, he said that the amount of married men that are actually like really faithful, right? Um, and claim to be very faithful and God-fearing, whatever the case is, you know, they're um, oftentimes more than not are at the house scrolling through Instagram, uh, go on their, on their, their feed, you know? Uh, man, it'd be one of those things, you know, if I was somebody's wife or husband, I'd be like, there, there's a thing as virtual cheating, right? Was mm. what this guy's point was. And he's like, if you go on your spouse's feed, and you look through that feed and you see that all his feed is a bunch of chicks that are, that are, you know, trying to drive traffic to their OnlyFans, right? So they're taking revealing pictures, blah, blah, blah. And you see his whole feed is full of that shit. I mean, he's running through there and he's liking it or maybe he's not liking it, but he's spending a majority of his time on, on that specific content, okay. right? So he was like, you know, a lot of you men that are married and claim to really, you know, be faithful are just are cheating on the back end you know you're watching porn when your wife's at work you have the day off she's at the gym you got 30 minutes let me go and rub one out blah 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 <laughs> but like the, but you're never there when she's ready right mm -hmm. you know because like you're you're so consumed up in you know i as a man you go on you watch porn i mean it could take you 20 minutes before you find the right thing for you right so now you you just watched 20 or 30 chicks right and it, it just it's just it, it, it was an eye-opener for me too because I've never really saw it to be as, as serious as that, but but I, I could understand that if it's causing there to be no sex in a relationship and stuff like that, or, you know, I don't know. I know certain couples like to watch porn and stuff together just to get, to get excited or something. I, I've never had to reach that point in a relationship, but I, I do think it's interesting to consider the watching of porn and stuff like that um, as cheating as well because mm. you are lusting after other women you are and when you're lusting that means like you're not like oh she has a nice body no when you're lusting you're you're pretending you're fucking mm -hmm. it's a hundred percent like let's just cut to the chase yeah you are daydreaming of of, of having sex with this woman and having a, a whole ass life with this woman you know I, I i've had a friend in the past who what he used to tell me that he could he could look at a chick for you know, a minute or something like that, and he can live a whole life with this chick, right? That's kind of fucking demented, it's not really, gonna lie. Yeah, it's crazy, right? He's like, you know, I, I could do the whole thing and blah, 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 whatever, and, and, you know, there are people like that out there, too, so I just, it, it is food for thought. It is food for thought that, um, you know, maybe they're not cheating, they're not having conversation, they're not entertaining, but maybe they're being entertained mm. and they're seeking out that entertainment. And, you know, if you wouldn't be cool with your spouse or your significant other going to the strip club without you or whatever the case is, because certain people have open relationships, whatever. If that's something that you feel like is violating to you and that's cheating to you, you know, getting someone's number at Publix or something is cheating to you. Then maybe you need to check out their phone, go through their social media feed and see what the hell is going on. That doesn't mean that they're messaging people, but if they're liking half-naked bitches and they're you know 20 years old and bros 45 or 50 you need to 
have a conversation with them and let them know, like, it's not okay. Because, like, who knows if you guys are having sex and the whole time he's thinking about some shit he was just looking at earlier. Mm -hmm. You know, that's crazy. So, you do mention going through somebody's phone. Mm -hmm. Is that healthy, though? Like, should you be in a relationship where you feel like you need to do that? Or is just the fact that you suspect that some shit's going on enough of a reason to just break up? Yeah, I think everybody's reasoning is different, you know? Um, I think that if you have to go out of your way to, to get somebody's passcode or something like that, um, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, I don't know. I think that if, if you're having a... If you're having an intuition that someone's doing something like that and you need to get that off your chest, then I think that maybe that's something that you should do. Um, gauge your partner and be like, hey, you know, like, let's swap phones or something. I don't know. But <laughs> most of the time, like, if you have the feeling something's going on and then you you just know that that, that phone is like Pandora's box, the, the chances of you finding something that you're not going to be happy with are going to be high if you're already feeling that vibe. So is it like... Don't go looking for what you don't want to find. I think it just depends on <laughs> if you're getting the feeling something's happening, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if everything's fine in the relationship and, like, like you have the passcode to my phone, right? So it's like... I don't... Which you offered without me asking. Yeah. And I was shocked because I've never encountered that. Yeah, I've always kind of operated that way. And then, like, I don't really spend much time on my phone anyways, right? No. It's usually at night when yeah. I'm like, maybe something's on the TV or something, then I, that's when I go through the shorts mm -hmm. and I'm just kind of like, I'll veg out for a little bit. But I'm not the guy that goes and takes a 30-minute shit because I'm stuck on social media and my legs are numb. <laughs> like, I, I don't take care of my business. I do take my phone, but it's like, I can't do it for that long. So, yeah, um, yeah I think it's different. But if someone's always on their phone and they've got shit going on and they're always texting people and shit it's like that. face down. Some like that, yeah, I would, you know, I would be a little weary, but it all comes down to you and your partner and how much you guys have, you know, trust with each other. But don't let them gaslight you into thinking that Shit's you're, cool. that, yeah, oh, you're just tripping. I'm texting my friends and I've got four friend groups on there and, you know, I'm just messaging my friends. Yeah. You know, there's a chick on um, the Married at First Sight and she has nothing but guy friends, mm. you know, and, and the guy's trying to you know, meet the guy friends because she likes to go out and drink and, and she's like, well, I end up, you know, sometimes, you know, I end up sleeping on my guy's friends' couches and stuff and, and bro's like, well, that's suspect. Like, that's super <laughs> suspect that you're doing that. You know, it's like, I mean, it'd be different if these guys were all dating each other, right? If they were gay, then I guess it's cool, you know, but, you know, it was just one of those things when she was like kind of low-key gaslighting him into thinking that he was, or making him feel like he was being too um jealous or mm -hmm. overprotective or some controlling type of boyfriend because he wanted to know when when she got somewhere safe right he was like hey let me know when you get there she's like well i think that's weird that i gotta let you know when i get somewhere and it's like well you're married now yeah so it's like it's different but you know she's been single for so so long that's and i think she's like 26 like i think he's like 34 or something yeah they're figuring it out so <laughs> being in a relationship <laughs> after being single for such a long time does require you to like operate in a different fashion you, you know think about the other person that's it and it's just like if you're not the type of person that wants to be asked about where you're going or what you're doing then be fucking single yeah you have <laughs> like we have each other's location turned on and stuff you know and it's it's come in clutch a, a couple of times already you know just the other day uh, i was driving and um the battery cut out in the car you know it's uh something i don't know it just Died on us a, a while back, um, but we didn't really pay much, much attention to it. We were listening to music at the beach and stuff, and then um, it had been sitting for a few days, mm -hmm. and I got in it. I went down to, to visit the house in St. Pete, and, and, and it died, but anyways, it was it was prime for you to have my location and stuff, and then, you know, it's uh, if you don't have anything to hide, yeah, then these type of things, like the passcode to the phone, the sharing the location, whatever the case is, letting them know when you're when you get somewhere... That's just about having communication because just in case something happens, mm -hmm. you know, shit happens all the time, you know, car wrecks, kidnappings, fucking murders, whatever. Yeah. At least someone knows where you were at last time. Someone knows what's going on with you at some point, you know, if something were to happen to me, at least she has my phone. She can call my mom for my phone, whatever, right. and be like, hey, this is what happened. So. Yeah. And I think especially for me, you know, I don't have any family like in the area. So like you are my person, right. like you are my emergency contact. And right. I don't feel any type of way about you knowing where I'm going because I'm obviously telling you like where I'm at and you can verify that if you want to at any point. 
Yeah, there you go. So I think just reevaluate, reevaluate your own relationship and see what your boundaries are because sometimes boundaries are set when you're forming a relationship without you even knowing mm. that they're happening. You know, if you get with somebody and they're just like, I don't rock like that. I'm mm-hmm. not going to give you red receipts. I'm not going to give you the location and I'm not giving you the passcode to my phone. So, you know, don't be looking over my shoulder. Like, I, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to ask of it because that's going to be their thing too, right? I'm not going to give you mine because I'm not going to ask for yours. Mm-hmm. That's cool. You guys need to navigate that on your own. You know, I mean, if someone, if someone was like that after a while though, and they claim to like love me and, and stuff like that, then I would be a little suspect about it. But I just don't know if I would push the issue either unless I felt like something was happening. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that sticks out in my head is like whenever I would ask a question like about the phone, mm. my ex was always like the type that he would never let me see it. Like if we were talking about something and he's like, oh, you know, I saw this, this and that. I was like, oh, let me see. And it was just like, no, I'll send you a link or I'll send you a screenshot or something. Like he never wanted me to be looking at the phone because, you know, then obviously I found out he was entertaining a bunch of different fucking conversations mm-hmm. and he just didn't want the little bubble to, you know, to pop up and be like, who the fuck is that? Right. Um, so I think, you know, you know when some shit's just weird, mm-hmm. you know? And, and I think the hard part is just like letting that be the truth. Instead of trying to talk yourself out of that shit, which I did for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, if you got to go with your gut, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's a guy that I... I... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Have followed for a while, but a lot of you guys might not know him, but his name is Dave Portnoy. He's the founder of uh, Barstool Sports, right? And uh, he was on a podcast the other day because he sold Barstool for like 500 million and then ended up buying it back the other day for a dollar. And so they were just kind of like asking him his journey through building it and stuff like that. And like the people that he's hired have turned into characters and they have like their own... IP and everything like he's made a lot of people a lot of money and, and a lot of you know very famous and stuff So anyways long story short. He was just saying that he's always gone with his gut mm. He's like, you know I can see you know one person with ten years of experience and I can see one person with like, you know little to no experience But if they've got the right flair, they got the right character, whatever I'm just gonna go with my gut and be like I'm, I'm, just, I'm this guy might have it. Let's mm-hmm. see. He's like sometimes you win sometimes you lose He's like but yeah. most of the time that I've gone with my gut it's been for the right reason. It's there you know, for a reason. It's there for a reason. Exactly. Hell yeah. Intuition is huge. Like, that's crazy. It's, yeah. It's a wild feeling, especially if you learn how to hone in on it and tap in on it. It's like, it's really crazy. Intuition you know when shit's really, not right. Yeah, yeah. It's you start wild. getting really good at just detecting problems. Yeah, and, keep, <laughs> and keeping bad shit out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Uh, I think to wrap up the conversation around infidelity, I am, you know... Likely you will encounter this at some point in your adult life. This you is know, be good. I think it's just important to believe the things you're seeing the first time. Okay. As someone who dealt with this for many years, the more it happens, the more you try to convince yourself that like 
you're the problem, mm. that it's you. That shit took a really big toll on my self-esteem. And I had to work really hard to, you know, not take responsibility for somebody else's shitty ass behavior. You mm. know, it's not how you look. It's not about your personality. You didn't it's, force it's, them to do that. No, shit. they, they are you. the piece of shit person. Yeah. And the sooner that you can accept that and remove yourself from the situation, the better it's going to be for you. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, shall we move on to the Am I the Asshole Reddit thread? You guys don't even understand, man. These are getting better every week, but (laughs) this one here, like I said, um, not quite Ray uh, Ray J and Kim, but... It's fucking scandalous. Yeah, and I feel like this is grounds for like a crazy lawsuit too. Oh because, yes, because I mean I know it's criminal charges for sure, but you know remember Hulk Hogan, mm. his him and his wife had a sex tape okay. that got brought out from that huge website. I forget what it was, but Pornhub or something. Or? No, no, no. The, it's a website that got shut down. But okay. anyways, it was this huge thing or whatever, and he got like. He was crazy, like over a hundred million dollar lawsuit, and they paid him out and, and all that stuff. So he's got like all kinds of money from this sex tape that came out. So anyways, mm, mm. wait till you guys listen insane. to this. This okay. is crazy. Uh, be careful who you're making sex tapes with, y'all. Yeah, you don't want to go to jail. <laughs> okay, so am I the asshole for sending an explicit video my ex sent to me to hurt me to her family? Hey. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I dated M for a year and a half. During this time, I confided in her some personal secrets, which I do not feel comfortable sharing, even anonymously. It has to do with them being a victim of child sexual assault for a period in their life and kind of the impact that that had on them. Mm. And a lot of like the toxic coping mechanisms that they decided to take in order to like deal with that trauma. Sure. So basically, they divulged some really sensitive information to this person. Okay. Yeah. Because of these, she knows that there are certain things related to sex mostly that I am very sensitive towards. We did not break up on friendly terms, and we don't talk anymore. I broke up with her because I found out she cheated on me, and she flipped out. Recently, I found out that she's seeing one of my coworkers, and that he is spreading rumors about me that she has told him. Oh, shit. She's basically told him bits and pieces of the personal information that I shared with her when we were together, and now he's spreading some of that around the office. Mm. Fuck. I sent her a message telling her to stop spreading my secrets around and to leave me the hell alone. She replied, sending me explicit videos of herself having sex with my coworker because she knew it would hurt me. (laughs) Okay. Holy fuck. This is insane. God There's more though. I'm here for it. This is wild. This was the last straw for me. And I sent the video to all her friends and family Mm. with the message... This is what M sends me when I ask her to leave me alone and stop spreading rumors. Her family is quite religious, and they lost it. I bet. Apparently, they pulled their financial support for her college and aren't speaking with her at the moment. Good, 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 good. Am I the asshole? I mean, he uh, took the he took the snow globe and shook that shit up. Holy <laughs> 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 shit. Yeah. I don't Where do we so. start? I don't think he's the you asshole. don't think he's the asshole. No, but I I wouldn't have gone that far to do it just because I don't feel like going to jail over something. That's like a that, fucking criminal like, charge, right? Like because sexual cyber harassment is a thing now. Yeah, but I think also I know there's probably gray area too and stuff like that. I've always heard of someone getting in trouble when they send like an unexplicited dick pic or something, or they film you know, somebody without their consent. Some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, if they were filming together and then she decided to send it, I, I think it comes back down to the fact that she had permission to have the video in the first place or whatever. But well, anyways, yeah, because she sent him the video of her having sex with the other guy. Right. So it's like she created this content. Yeah. And let it out into the metaverse. Hell yeah. <laughs> and it's like, bitch, once that shit's out of your phone, and once it's on the cloud, it's subject to distribution. Yeah. Well, all right. So um, when I was younger, my grandfather used to tell me that there's a few ways that you get revenge on somebody or there's a few ways that you hurt somebody. He said, that's in their pocket mm-hmm. and that's in their freedom. And that's in, like, their love. Like, you know, loved ones, relationships, whatever. Like, those three things. Oh, and then time. Mm. Right? So you need to cost people money, cost people resources, cost people relationships, and then cost people time. Those four things, I mean, if you think about any type of court case, civil, legal, whatever the case is, that's the definition of those four things right there. Mm -hmm. So... 
those are, if you can hit somebody in any one of those things, let alone all four of them at the same time, like that's how you're really going to get somebody. So, I, I, I mean, he, he, he kind of got her, you yeah. know, he destroyed a few relationships. Um, some of the most important ones, right. Yeah. Um, you know, at least burned some bridges for her, cost her money with her schooling and stuff like that. Um, you know, her reputation and, and, and whatnot as well too, around, you know, campus or whatever the case is. So, um, God dang, I, I, you know, I, he definitely got pushed that far too. It, it's diff, it's different too because he he requested that she stop personally and whatever. So um, I don't think he's the asshole at all. I do think that he opened up a can of worms, and now you have to be careful because you know you've got this guy that's your coworker, and like you know I don't know how involved he is with this chick and. Mm. You know, he might want to, like, fight you in the parking lot one day or, like, he might try to get you fired at your job. And now you're going through a whole lot more. Yeah. So it's, it, is a, it is a sticky, sticky web to get into. But it was a, I don't think it was a low blow. I think it was very warranted. So. I mean, yeah. She for does. his cause. For his cause. I wouldn't do it personally. Yeah. But, like, for, <laughs> for what he was going through and where he felt, if I was his boy, I'd have been, like, send that shit. There was just so many violations on so many different fronts, you know. The <laughs> fact she that she cheated on him and caused this whole cascade effect. Going back to the lies, y'all. Like, when you treat people like shit because you just don't have empathy and you don't know how to operate as, like, a normal fucking person right. that just cares about other people's feelings. Yeah. Like, this is kind of karma, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I, I don't have anything to worry about when it comes to, like, somebody actively wanting to take revenge out on me as a yeah. person because I just don't fucking move like that. Right. And I think when you create messes, that's when you live a messy ass life. Hell yeah. Yeah. And yep. this is kind of a prime example of that. It's a lot because of static. You cause the bullshit by being a shitty person. Then you want to fucking rub salt in the wound by yeah. sending a sex tape. Like ma'am, it's very hard for me to have sympathy, even for you as a woman, because it's just messy ass behavior. Like, the best thing you could have done is just go move on with the coworker. Be fucking happy. You don't need to be out here, like, stressing out this man who clearly doesn't even want to be with you. But, yeah, because, like, the way she moved was, like... Gross. You, like, well, you would think that... You would think that he cheated on her. Yeah. She's going to go fuck the friend and then video that shit and then send it to you. That's, like... You know, you hear it in all the rap songs these days, right? Oh, I'm a fuck his friends. I'm a fuck his friends. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm a good bitch. I'm a fuck his friends. But that's like that would be the move, right? I mean, but the fact that she stepped out and then he ended it, um, and then she still felt the need to get at this man for whatever reason. Um, she obviously had feelings for him, regardless, right? Yeah. She still she wanted might to hate fuck him. with him, but. <laughs> Yeah, that shit just sounds hella toxic. It's a rage move that fucking failed miserably, God. okay? You could have kept that sex tape to yourself. Um, and also, like, you don't need to be talking about your exes to your new person, too. Like, you know, it's okay to give context for why y'all broke up, but you don't need to be, like, getting into those types of details, too. I feel like she knew that this shit was going to get messy because not only do you pick a coworker, so you're already, like... You know, playing amongst the team. Sure. Um, but then you're actively going out of your way to just not honor the boundaries of what was established in the past. Right? Yeah, hell yeah. Violating somebody's trust, mm -hmm. which just feels to me like she's cool with doing that in multiple ways. Because, again, going back to the cheating, um, you just got with somebody who was really fucking toxic. Mm -hmm. And it spiraled. Um, and I think it's a it's a good lesson for all of us to, like... Be careful what you sow if you ain't ready to reap that. Hey, and also, like, um, I'm just going to say, maybe just consider not making a fucking sex tape. Right. right? I mean, if you're going to do it, do that shit with someone you plan on actually being with. I wouldn't do that shit with somebody that you're just hooking up with, you know? And you also got to kind of visit the reasons why you're going to do it. Like, is it something you guys are going to watch back, you know, later on in life? Mm -hmm. or you guys going to, like, get back and be like, oh, that, that was hot. So whatever. But, like, I'm be like, no, I'm gonna film some back shots so I can send this to my fucking ex. Yeah, that's why crazy. That shit's insane. That's like that's just playing with the devil for no reason. Yes. Like you're just opening the door for you're opening the window for some type of chaotic bullshit that's gonna happen in your life for no reason. 
Mm-hmm. You're already going to deal with vendor benders and, you know, layoffs at work or, you know, whatever the case is. Don't fucking go out of your way to sit there and raise your fucking flag and be like, hey, anything traumatic, anything chaotic, I'm here. I'm a beacon for for help. This would be great. I just like, I mean, that's my advice. I don't know. Some people like the chaos, I guess. Some people love that shit, okay? Some people love the novella life. Hey. Oh, man. You know, I just, I sleep very well at night knowing that I'm just a good person. And I think that's my best advice. Just go out there and be the best version of yourself. Because fucking, you know, when you are dramatic for no reason, like, you get fucking drama. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for this episode, folks. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. Like I said, um, you know, check us out on all the platforms. Make sure you leave us a comment. I mean, hit us with the... If you guys have any kind of crazy story or anything like that, you know, we're, we're going off of the Reddit thread right now as we build the audience. And hopefully uh, we want to get to the point where we have audience, um, you know, the viewers' actual stories of, like, what's going on. Um, if maybe they need advice, um, you know, on what's, what's happening in their um, specific situation, their dating journey, whatever. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you guys have any feedback, hit us up on... Instagram, uh, and check us out on Spotify, YouTube. I mean, the YouTube is where we have the live video. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Thanks so much for tuning in, y'all. We'll see you next week. Next week. Peace. Okay.